everyone. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Sailing Tropical Dawn. Today is Wednesday, 5th of July, and we are still, for in the Saint. moment, in St. Helena. Yeah. But we've, got, we've had some new developments over the last week. So maybe we can start, yeah, yeah okay. we can start off with, I think we've hinted at this, or we've we've talked about it since at least Walvis Bay, about our well, choices we've made and about thinking about what's next for us and if we want to continue sailing towards the Caribbean and, well, towards the circumnavigation or if we want to do something else. Maybe I just want to refer, like, yeah, because uh, that's what this episode will be about. Yeah. So, um, we've been in St. Helena for about... Three months now. Almost three months. Well, the 19th it will be three months, exactly. So, and two, two and a half months, yeah. And prior to that, we were in... Uh, Walvis Bay. In Walvis Bay for three months. And prior yeah. to that, I think, in Literates for... A week. A week, yeah. So, we we left uh, Cape Town in December. End of December, yeah, just before Christmas. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupting you again. <laughs> no, you're not. You're just adding <laughs> little, More, bits. little yeah. bits of information. Yeah, yeah I don't want to get in trouble again. <laughs> so, um, I need to... <laughs> Be careful here. <laughs> no, it's all, all, I mean, we're all friends here, right? We are all friends. <laughs> um, so, I guess maybe we should talk about a little bit about how we've been feeling yeah. and like just the general vibe of how the last like, couple of weeks have been. Yeah. I mean, I've, I feel like, oh, well, I said like we've been hinting at this. Uh, before is maybe to make it more clear that like the the things we've we've been thinking about uh, don't come out, out of the blue. blue. Yeah. We've had actually, I think, from our first passage, which mm. was from Cape Town to Luderitz, which was meant to be to Saint Helena, when uh, something broke him on, and we decided to go to Luderitz. I guess the I had personally had some doubts about like. If I know what we're doing, then the second time we tried the backstay broke, which was much more scary. Mm. Then I had very serious doubts, and we actually considered at least going going back to Cape Town temporarily just to have a little break mm. from Walvis Bay. We actually looked into it, but flights were well, flights weren't that much of a problem. It was just we couldn't bring Coco or little mm. dog with us or. Well, we it didn't find a way. It was a complication. Yeah. yeah, it might have been possible, but it, it that was the I think that was the main reason we mm. didn't do it. Yeah, and I think then as we were staying in Walvis Bay for a long time, we were starting to doubt like, do we want to continue? And you then actually said like, I would like to go back to Cape Town, to which I said like, I don't want to sail from Walvis Bay. Bay to Cape Town because yeah. it's against wind and current and it's it's gonna be hard and it might be dangerous so that was yeah. for me not an option and then I said like well we can go to St. Helena and from there we could turn back it's not also not an easy sell but people have done it and it's possible yeah. so that's a bit of the context and then as we were sailing here from we left Walvis Bay and there were three days of very bad. quite strong I mean it wasn't as bad as the weather we've had before but just like bad waves that like made me very seasick yeah I like think the second day into being seasick, I just told Kay like, look, we're just gonna <laughs> like let's just go yeah. home when we get to Saint Helena. As we arrived here, we actually well, actually before we, yeah. we already had like asked one of well, our very good friend, our yeah. best friend Chantal, to like look into yeah. So we were in contact yeah. via via Garmin. So we yeah. actually were texting her already. Yeah. Just asking her to look into like. Flights. How we can get yeah. Coco home and how much the flights cost, and she very kindly like gave us costing on the price of the flights, and gave us contact details for someone to contact for for Coco. Um, but then when we arrived at the island, we were like so relieved to see land and so relieved to have arrived that we decided to just give ourselves a bit of time to acclimatize, to mm. relax, to rest, and uh, we were also like elated. At actually being here, yeah. um, so. and I think we also felt like proud of ourselves that we actually mm. made it here, and that it actually turned out not to be 
as, as bad, bad yeah. except for the first few days. That after that we were actually getting into it, so that we could see ourselves doing this longer. Mm. I mean, continuing. Yeah, and then I guess we got like quite caught up in getting excited about the next place we're going to go yeah. to, and uh, we met lots of other sailors who are doing the same thing as us, and it was also like really inspiring and really exciting. And all of them were going to Cabadello, yeah. which is, was going to be our next stop, so we were actually looking forward to seeing them there mm. again. Everyone who already went there before, because all the people who we met here and at other places have already left for Cabadello, and all of them told us it's like a really amazing mm. place, it's so nice here. Uh, can't wait to see you guys here. So yeah, it was was very. I mean, everything we've heard about Brazil, especially like the northeast of Brazil, and especially Cabadelo in particular, sounded like it would be lovely. Mm. And so, kind of like had the idea of like we'll sail to Cabadelo and then we'll decide either we continue uh, further south towards the Caribbean. No, south is not towards Caribbean. Uh, north, sorry, yeah. north towards the Caribbean, which is like basically we've been sailing northwest, so we continue in the same direction, or we head south towards Rio and possibly Argentina, and then sail back uh, to Cape Town. To Cape Town, uh, because from here or from that part of Brazil, you, you would be sailing straight against the wind and the current, which is the same problem as we we had in Walvis Bay, mm. so that was not an option. So the thing is that if we were to, uh, I mean, the reason why we wouldn't be able to go back from here directly, from St. Helena, back to Cape Town, is because it's not in the right season. Yeah. Plus, you have to do quite a wide berth around, I mean, you have to go a little bit west first before you can start going south and back to Cape Town. Yeah, and in in winter, which we are now here in in the Southern Hemisphere winter, uh, you basically have to go around the high pressure system, which is like kind of in bit be- like in between Cape Town and here. There's like the high pressure system, or on the towards the um, coast of Africa, mm-hmm. it's the the wind is the straight wind, so that's constantly blowing in the direction here. Um, in we, like we would have to sail around that high pressure system. So high pressure systems just yeah, I know it's a bit technical, but like on the southern hemisphere, the wind always goes counterclockwise around high pressure systems. So we basically would have to sail, like uh, Kay was saying, we would sail, have to sail south, uh, west. west and south yeah. to eventually be able to go east mm-hmm. and end up in Cape Town. But as that high pressure system is much more north in, uh, south, sorry, south in winter, it's basically, it's very hard to sail around it, and you would have to sail so far south, plus the, the weather in winter in those latitudes between, like, mm-hmm. uh, Rio or Argentina and, and uh, Cape Town gets really rough. So it would, it's, it's, I mean, people have done it, but it's not a good idea. We would definitely not, uh, it's, everyone we talk to, because we talk to a lot of people about this possibility of sailing back, and basically... Most people told us not to do it or definitely not do it now in winter. Mm. And we're just in the beginning of winter, so we basically would be stuck here for yeah a while longer mm. if uh, to sail back. Yeah, so then I guess we were chatting this week about what our plans are. Yeah. And how do we say? <laughs> uh, we've, we've made a decision. Yes. We've decided that we're going to take the flight back to Cape Town. We've mm. inquired about, actually made the proper inquirements about uh, getting Coco on a flight to Cape Town. She would have to well, be... to Johannesburg, yeah. Uh, Johannesburg, then, to get to uh, Cape Town. And, well, one positive surprise was that the price we, we got for... Which was in, in at the end of April. By now, prices maybe because we've gotten some more time, but also because it's off season, mm. are like thirty percent less. Like it's actually much. I mean, it's still expensive, but it's not as crazy anymore. Mm. Um, and yeah, we haven't f- found out how much it costs to bring cocoa, but we found out that it's possible. There's some like paperwork and quarantine and lots of things that are not so nice, especially for her quarantine and also wouldn't be nice for us but that like all in all it seems like actually this is the right thing to do so the plan is 
to in the next month or so, mm. take a flight back to Johannesburg, spend a bit of time with uh, family in Johannesburg, probably a few weeks or a week or well, something like that. We have to wait a week at least for Coco to be go through quarantine, and then go back to Cape Town, and then just have a little break, have a little break from sailing. Mm. Um, so that means that our boat will stay. Will yeah, be so here. we're leaving the boat here, yeah. obviously, um, which we're not too worried about because that was the other thing. Like we were talking about a similar scenario in Walvis Bay, but I, I didn't feel like it was safe to leave the boat. Plus, it would have cost us way more also mm. to leave the boat safely there. Mm. We would have had to uh, have it at anchor, and uh, with how much the wind blows there, I wouldn't. I didn't feel like mm. the right thing here. It feels pretty safe, and I mean, the thing is, with other yachties who've been living on the island for many years, actually have been more moored here for like for a long, long time. Yeah. There's boats here, like I mean, plus we actually we've gotten to know quite a few people here on the island, so we have people who can keep an eye on the boat for us. Plus, we're not worried about theft at all. So it's like it feels safe to do, yeah. and yeah. So the plan is to. Somewhere in spring, summer, so probably November. Pretty early summer, yeah. Yeah, to either um, for me to crew on a boat coming from s- uh, South Africa from Cape Town sailing here because there's so many boats sailing here and a lot of them need crew, which would mean that I don't have to pl- p- uh, pay for a flight and I get to the experience of sailing as crew on another boat. Uh, and then finding crew to sail back with me from St. Helena to Cape Town, which I don't know how easy that would be because well, most people sail in the opposite direction, but there might be people who are like, oh, we're interested in that. So for now, that's the plan. Yeah, I suppose uh, what we were discussing also is uh, worst case scenario is that, or maybe best, I'm not sure. Well, for me, it might be best case scenario. <laughs> if we don't get crew, then what would happen is we would leave Coco in Cape Town and I would Come back. probably fly in yeah. uh, and meet Demi here and then we'll sail the boat back together, together to Simonstown. Yeah, Yeah. well, we'd have to first go to Cape Town to clear oh, back yeah, to into clean. it. But yeah. we, would, we would want to leave the boat in Simonstown, which yeah. is where we have a house. Yeah. Uh, actually overlooking the bay, so we might even be able to see our boat from our house. Probably just Probably not, not, just yeah. behind the, the ledge of the mountain. But uh, which would actually be quite exciting to have our boat nearby, to have, to be able to be home to see our friends. Because I think mm-hmm. that's been for, especially for Kay, the the main mm-hmm. one of the main things. It's just yeah, feeling that you were getting further and further away from family. Yeah, no? you know, exactly. And I guess, like, because I was, I mean, even now, I'm still like, well, this is still, like, such an amazing opportunity, but we don't have to, it's not like an end to our, no. to our other dreams or we're not to this lifestyle. The we're not saying we're not going to do this again. We're definitely just not means, selling the boat. We're not, yeah. I mean, we're thinking about what the next plans are, which yeah. we've got many of ideas mm. of what it could be, which could even be sailing back to St. Helena and continuing yeah. what we've considered sailing to the Caribbean. Mm. It might be that. It might be sailing somewhere else. I mean, there's also a lot of places mm. to explore from South Africa. I think it's... I think what's... Uh, the experience we've had now has taught us that there's no, like, right or wrong way to do things. Mm. And um, just because most people are sailing in certain certain way or certain direction or certain time of year like as long as you're safe and you don't do anything stupid like well sailing like mm-hmm. like a, sailing from Alves Bay to Cape Town would be or sailing from St. Helena to Cape Town this time of year would be that there are many options to sail and just because most people basically follow the tra- trade winds which is basically the the winds that blow mostly the whole year through, or at least certain times of year in a certain direction, which means that you're always sailing downwind. And basically that's how most people sail. So it's like usually mm-hmm. Panama Canal towards the South Pacific, towards either Australia or New Zealand or that side, and then into the Indian Ocean from there to... East Coast of uh, Africa. Yeah, East Coast of yeah. Africa or, Australia, like, or to Madagascar mm-hmm. or to the islands there, then to Cape Town and then from there to St. Helena and then 
to the Caribbean where you get mm -hmm. back to the Panama Canal and like people start at different places depending where they start from but that's what that's like kind of the most common route or at least from the people we've met here obviously other people sail other ways but we're on that route so that would be like for us would be like almost uh if you didn't think about it at all that would have been the way to sail it which we've mm -hmm. never actually thought that was what we were going to do because from if we went to the Caribbean we would not have gone straight to the Panama Canal we would have yeah anyway I guess the thing is that um like I've been feeling quite like homesick yeah in general since the time well since probably since Vulvas Bay I would say mm -hmm. um and I think like the further you go the harder it well, is to get home yeah. so you have to like if we could get to Brazil, it's going to take even longer to get back, or it'll be more and, expensive and to fly back, yeah. or like it just adds extra complications the further you go. So, um, I guess like t in some respect, I was starting to feel a little bit trapped mm. in this like decision that we had made, and I think like going home, spending some time at home, and just having more flexibility as to how long we are, we will be away, as opposed to probably what our plan was to be away for years. That we can do that maybe in steps and yeah. and work our way yeah. towards that rather than just being gone yeah. for so long now feels more like comforting. I mean, more safe. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I actually wanted to call this episode the trap of downwind sailing because <laughs> it is yeah, really it is a, a trap, bit yeah. of that. It yeah. is a trap because of like the. As you're sailing downwind, you can't just turn back because yeah. now you have to sail exactly against the wind, which is, for people who don't know sailing, it's like you can't sail ex exactly into the wind, which from a physical mm. point, like, if basic physics makes that s makes sense. But you can kind of sail in an angle towards the wind, mm. but it takes much longer and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, because be, yeah. the, the condition of the boat would be bouncing around against the waves like yeah. constantly which creates a lot yeah, of seasickness yeah plus yeah. it takes much more strain on the sails it takes mm. strain on on body, you yeah. but also on the boat yeah. uh so there's a saying amongst sailors like gentlemen don't sail to windward mm. it's like basically you don't do that if like if you can avoid it and uh, it, most cruisers if they do have to usually if there's like a small part where you have to say like go into the direction of where the wind is coming from you'll pr usually just mutter mm. because it's just not worth it to put yourself through the, the ordeal. It's going to take forever and it's going to like, yeah. So I guess that's the thing, the trap here is that the more further you sail with the wind, the harder it becomes to get back, which actually we learned in our first mm. like, like bigger sail, which was from Cape Town to the West Owen. Coast to Lama, yeah. Port Owen and then Langaban. Mm. Sailing there was easy because it's downwind, but now to sail back to Cape Town, which is basically just a, about a day away, mm. it's pretty much impossible. So we had to wait till there was a day where there was less wind and then just motor mm. into the wind. Because like, if you had to wait till the wind turned, which is in South Africa and there in Cape Town, is still possible that the wind sometimes shifts, but it's unlikely and. Where we are now, it's trade winds, which mean like I think 95% of the time the wind is in, in the same direction. So you will never get like days of wind being in the opposite direction mm. to be able to sail back. And like we, like yeah, like I explained, like in Brazil we could have we could choose to go south and then uh, end up being south or more south where the winds are actually to, blowing towards the west most of the time. It's not as consistent as the trade winds. But it would be possible. But as soon as we go towards the Caribbean, there's always ways to sail. Like people do it, sail against the wind and sail. Like if you want to really get to where you want to go, there's always possibilities. But it just becomes very uncomfortable and hard on your boats and hard on yourself. So that's the main. That's what I would call the tra trap of downwind sailing or the trap of sailing the trade trade winds. That mm -hmm. like you basically once you got going to get back from where you started you basically have to go all the way around the world like you're skipping <laughs> yeah. the same direction till yeah. you're back where you started which is why like yeah that's mm -hmm. how circumnavigations work that's mm -hmm. how unless you're sailing uh, racing but that's how most people who are cruising mm -hmm. and sailing around the world do it mm -hmm. and that's why also most people take kind of the same routes because that's the route where you know you're going to have the right wind and it's also like beautiful destinations but I guess yeah it, I guess maybe it started to feel a bit like a trap for 
especially for a kid. And like, mm. I mean, we've always said like we want to both enjoy this, and we have to see which way that makes sense. So mm. I think Kay was very hesitant to like. Well, you've let me know that mm. like you were feeling like not so sure about it anymore. But I think you were a bit hesitant to like to say like I don't want to do this well, anymore. To make the choice because mm. it's like this. It's quite loaded because for one, like I want Demi to have the the dream that he has. I want it to be fulfilled for him. Number two, there's like all this expectation, I guess, of not from you, but mm. just it feels like nobody's actually enforced this, but it just feels like there's this expectation, even from the people that we've met along the way, that they will see us on the other side, mm. you know? Yeah, maybe even more from them yeah. than from people back home. I guess yeah. people back home, we've never told anyone that we were going to do a circumnavigation. We just said, we, I always said we're going to be gone for fi- at least five years, probably ten years, yeah. which is what I considered like how long it would take to do a circumnavigation. Mm. So it was in the back of my head, but I've mm. never actually like wanted to say mm. as much, just to know to create that expectation with other people. Yeah. So it's mainly expectation in our own heads. I yeah, think. I guess I guess so, and like, I think that's like that in itself could be a trap because now you're doing mm. things because other people are expecting you to to do it, or, or because, because you think that is the way to do it. Yeah, you put maybe that is, expectation yeah. in your own head more probably. But also at the same time, like knowing that this is like such an amazing opportunity, and that yeah. we know it's going to be beautiful at every place that we go, and we know yeah. we're going to love it, and we know we're going to like meet yeah. wonderful people along the way. So there's also that, like. Yeah, and also the yeah. next destination is always going to be. I mean. There's always something even more appealing mm. further down the line. Yeah. So it's it is like it is very tempting to just keep going, and mm. that's what most people do. And even from the people we've met who've been cruising, some of them like for like mm. in like eight years, nine years now, or people who've like actually done a circumnavigation and are on their second mm. circumnavigation. Everyone has told us that there's been moments where things were rough and they mm. like like felt like. It was was getting a bit much, but I guess you overcome that and you keep going. But on the other hand, we've also learned from quite a few other people who actually do what we were first planning to do mm-hmm. is to sail somewhere, and then when we wanted a little break to sail mm-hmm. to fly back to home, which is for us South Africa, and then continue at another point, which usually is because people want to see family. Most cases, it's all, people are a bit older and their children are getting children themselves they're getting grandchildren or or uh, their parents are elderly and they're like no they don't have that much time um so the, a lot of people do fly back and that was like kind of what we had in the back of our heads but like then when i really started to look into it the reality of the it reality of, of how much it yeah. would be would cost and especially sail, flying from most places in the world to cape town to mm-hmm. south africa is you have to fly uh, via us and europe and it ends up being very expensive and taking a long time and also the other reason one of the reasons we wanted to sail is because we wanted to get away from flying to places yeah, we I wanted guess... to see the world a bit without flying so yeah. i guess it on, only as we were doing it that it became came like into my head as like actually this is not really an option for us because we can't really afford it i mean we mm. could afford it if we really wanted to but mm. it would take such a big chunk of our budget that it like we wouldn't want to spend that yeah, yeah. it wouldn't, on, wouldn't feel right flying, yeah. like it would be yeah. not sustainable because we would be able to do that maybe once in in so many years and mm. it, it just didn't didn't feel like so i guess maybe the main thing has been why we've decided this is that we wanted to stay flexible we wanted to be able to yeah have a lot of options and so yeah that's the decision and actually as we told some of the people we met they actually said like one of the reactions was like no that's a great idea you have to do that because mm-hmm. yeah if it get, it's getting too much you have to give yourself a break yeah and it's like actually it was nice to hear that because like i guess what I Kay was saying it, yeah. yeah what Kay was saying like maybe there's a little bit i mean i've never wanted that to guide mm-hmm. any decision i make what people other other people think of it like uh, like uh, i want to block that out of my head as much as i can but like mm-hmm. it's still it will play like a little bit in the back of mm-hmm. your head like what will people say? Like, mm. which is the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing. thing to do. But like, yeah. it is. And I guess the other thing was like, well, I feel like yeah. I failed in um, to accomplish what I said to accomplish. But on the other hand, like, 
we've accomplished also, so much already. Yeah, we've yeah. accomplished so much. And yeah. also, I mean, if that is the only goal, if you just want to push yourself to limits, then, I mean, that's not really who I am. I mean, I have that a little bit in myself, mm-hmm. but I, I think then I would end up doing things that I actually am not enjoying. Mm-hmm. And maybe as I get older, I realize sometimes it's also okay to like have an idea and then not like realize that it's actually not what you want to do. And like then to just keep going because like you said to yourself you were going to do it. Is a stupid reason to do it is because other people are expecting it. If you're mm. expecting it from yourself, it's, it's just as silly. Mm. So, so we'll be <laughs> back in South African Cape Town in the middle of winter. And apparently winter has been pretty crappy this year. Hard. Like, yeah. The good thing about it is that all the dams in Cape Town is, are full, like mm. at the maximum capacity. Apparently there's there's like uh, parties being held to celebrate that the dams have been the most full they've been in many many decades, mm. especially after uh, drought. the drought, which which was like yeah I think most people have heard about day zero and the risk of Cape Town running out of water. Mm. Obviously good news, but on the other hand that means we're going back to cold and wet weather, which is probably funnily enough the reason why we've decided to do this to this now mm-hmm. is because we're still here in St. Helena where the weather isn't terrible but it's getting more windy and mm-hmm. more rainy and mm-hmm. it just that I guess it's also affecting our mood mm-hmm. um, and like yeah a solution would be to continue to Brazil where it's slightly better weather it's also winter there and like the wet season but it's 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 probably better weather but like yeah like we said we don't want to be caught in a trap where we just keep going despite all the things that like are telling us or that we feel like we should shouldn't mm. so we've made this decision just to be clear we've made this decision together it's not like uh like Kay convinced me or or <laughs> put me on a veto to to go back definitely not we've uh and we've we'll be looking at all the options i mean mm. we're looking i mean definitely the we can't just leave. I mean, I don't want to leave. We might be able to leave the boat here from, for a few years, but we don't want to do that. We want to leave it here for a few months. And yeah, I'm also looking forward to, I mean, I guess talking about, again about challenges, I think ch- sailing from here to Cape Town, that would be a, a bit of a challenging sail. Not, I don't think it's something that like I or we wouldn't be able to do or that the boat wouldn't be able to do. But I think just doing that would also just give me, like, mm-hmm. definitely a sense of accomplishment. Like, I mean, we've got the globe here, which we've been drawing lines on where we've been sailing. And you can already, like, you can see it on the globe where we've been sailing. And if we sail back from here, which would be in quite a big loop, it's like, we made, like, that's a big sail. Mm-hmm. Like, and we would have had, like, by the time we get back, uh, over 5,000 nautical miles, which is a little bit sim- symbolic for me because... Mm-hmm. The traditional um, swallow sailor tattoos. There's different meanings behind it, but one of them is that like you get one swallow after 2,500 miles at sea, and the second one after the next 2,500. So now I've, I can have one swallow tattoo, but obviously one have two, like on my basically on my shoulders. chest shoulders. Yeah. So by that time I will be. <laughs> by the time we get back to Cape Town, a bit about. Mm. Anyway, it's just like little things in my head, which I guess. Are also just silly, but on the other hand, also just, I mean, there is a sense of accomplishment. Mm. And I guess, so yeah, the, the next question is, what after that? Yeah, so we have a, a, a lady staying in our house in Simonstown, mm. and she's been looking after our cats. Um, so our plan is to, uh, to revamp our garage and make it into a little granny flat. And uh, stay in, stay there for a few months while we figure a few things out. Yeah, and also, so we, I mean, we don't yeah. want to put her in a position where all yeah. of a sudden now she has to move out. We, that wouldn't be right. It's also impossible to find rentals in winter. In and yeah, and, and then also, yeah. like we we haven't figured out completely what we want to do yeah. anyway. We, I mean, we did a road trip in Namibia, and we realized then that like there's so many road trips to do in South Africa and Southern Africa that like maybe we'd want to do some road trips maybe we want to do some like sales from i mean like we, we really enjoyed that sale from where we went to the west coast mm. like by the time boats back it's like summer again then like mm. we could do that we could sail to nizna which was a like, kind of on our 
like wish list, but we decided against it because, well, first of all, we we thought it would be a better idea to sail this way. And yeah, but like sailing to Nisenau would be like, and maybe even sailing further towards like the east coast of South Africa, towards Durban and, and Richards Bay, which a lot of mm-hmm. people we know, I mean, most people we met cruising came from that direction and stopped in Richards Bay on the way here. And a lot of our South African friends, uh, sailors, cruisers, have sailed from Cape Town there or have spent some time there. And we've heard it's, it sounds like a, a lovely place. And it's also a nice starting ground to sail the east coast of Africa, mm-hmm. like Mozambique. Madagascar, if it's uh, open. Madagascar, yeah. maybe even towards the um, uh, uh, Mauritius, Mauritius yeah. and... and uh, Reunion Islands, mm. or sail from Madagascar further up towards Kenya, Tanzania, and maybe even the Seychelles, mm. or even like I mean, if we're really feeling like oh, like actually we're enjoying this so much, just continue sailing and sail to in the Indian Ocean in the opposite direction and sail to Indonesia mm. or Thailand, which from all we've heard are really amazing places to sail. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm just. There's like, so many, there's so many yeah. options, and actually that's the thing, like, realizing that, like, there's options that, like, we hadn't considered yet, because we just put our, like, kind of decided we're going to sail towards the Caribbean. I mean, interestingly enough, some people who had been cruising for a long time said, like, avoid the Caribbean, it's way too expensive, it's way too crowded, which is kind of what we were expecting. Mm. I think it would still be amazing, but from all we've heard, like, Indonesia is, like, it's, just as amazing, it's paradise, yeah. it's paradise. Yeah. there's hardly any other boats, there's enough, like, things that, like, there's enough cruisers there that there's facilities, mm. but it's really cheap, like, you probably either by yourself or just a few other boats, so it's mm. not crowded, you can be in the most amazing anchorages and just spend mm. as much time there as you want, and the cool thing is, if, if we want to come back to South Africa, actually the winds are, like, the, the main trade yeah. winds are in this direction, so we could in a few months be back in South Africa. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just saying, like, there's, there's options. I mean, we have Yeah. And we love our boats. We so. love our boats. So we, I, like, it's everyone at some point, I think, thinks, like, is this the wrong boat? I, we haven't looked at the episode yet, but I saw Sailing Atticus, Sailing oh, Project yeah, yeah. Atticus, which has been, like, quite inspiring to us because as we were starting to think about sailing, they were, like, kind of... They, ju- they were, I think, when we started to think about sailing at the point we are now, where they had like, been sailing for about a year and they were just figuring things out, they actually bought another boat, and now the lo- latest YouTube video is like, did we buy the wrong boat? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is like a normal thing yeah. to think, like, it's like when things are not going your way, it's like, is the problem the boat? If you make the right decision about the boat, it probably isn't the boat. There's always yeah. a bigger boat or a better boat or some way mm-hmm. another boat seems to solve all your problems but then when you meet people who are in those boats which are to you dream boats you hear they also have issues. the same issues and the same thoughts so yeah. no boat is perfect so i think for now we have been the, we've bonded so much with this boat mm. we already loved it when we bought it, bought it yeah. and it's become like i mean yeah we love this boat so i don't think we'd wanna no. wanna change boats if anything we want to just like take care of it yeah which... And, and make some make small improvements. Make yeah. more like yeah. Home, yeah. Also, yeah. now that we've lived on the boat for and like sailed like long distance, we have a better idea of what we might want to improve, which actually is very little, to be honest. Like yeah, this it's boat minor. Is, well, it's just taking care, really. That's yeah, sure. and a, a yeah. few improvements, but nothing yeah. major. So, anyway, we've got lots of ideas of what we could be doing. I mean, one of the options would even be to just sail back to St. Helena and then continue yeah. what we've been <laughs> planning to do, yeah. which also would be, like, totally, I mean... It would be not, really nice because, like like we said, we've met so many people here yeah. and, like, created, like, quite nice bonds in such a short time that we'd yeah. love to, like, see what happens in a few years yeah. and see what they're doing and, yeah. like... Well, how life is here. Yeah, and that so. would also fall in line with like a lot of sailors we've met here who've been to St. Helena over throughout the years, yeah. mainly South African sailors because it's yeah. the first stop in if you do the, the trade winds sailing. Yeah. So like just to come back here, like in a number of years and like yeah, like that also would be great. I mean, there's so many so many things we could do, and I guess it's I guess it's just also. 
there's a bit of a relief to mm. feel like we've escaped that trap that we, I just explained, <laughs> which yeah. is not really a trap, but it kind of is. I mean, in a way it is, and in other ways it isn't, because there's different ways to avoid that trap. But uh, there's, there's definitely a sense of like excitement, which I guess we hadn't felt in a while. Yeah. And it was starting to feel a little bit like, yeah, should we just continue now because we're going to regret if we don't? It's like, no, there's nothing to regret. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had this amazing experience and nothing is, like, just because we're sailing back to Cape Town doesn't mean that, like, it's the end of our dream. No, plus, I said to, I said to me, like, I think yesterday, like, I feel like we made our life in, Ca- in Cape Town so good. Yeah, it's too like, comfortable. It's too good. That's, that's why there's also the strong yeah. desire to go back. I, I mean. guess there is also, like, all the things we've, I mean, we missed Africa Burn. <laughs> Yeah. Which I think, because as we arrived here in in Saint Helena, it was just a few days before Africa Burn was starting. So in theory, we could have caught the flight on Saturday mm-hmm. and still gone to. And I was thinking about that, but like, it just that that didn't feel like the right thing. But like mm-hmm. uh, next year, I think I'm even more excited about Africa Burn that I've. I mean, I've been, been excited about it every, every yeah. year, but like now missing one and thinking about it so much, I'm excited about that. I'm excited. I mean. Also, as we were doing this, and we've been doing this podcast, uh, just the feedback we've had from friends and family mm-hmm. just feels like we actually feel almost, by being away from them, more connected with, mm-hmm. like, like some friends, we really realize, like, how good friends, what good friends they are, and also family, like, how, like, actually, like, it's, it's I, I guess it's a thing of distance creates like makes you ex- oh <laughs> case and tears <laughs> no it is it is like it is i mean it is amazing like when we've got an amazing life and the sailing is part of it and yeah i mean it seems like sometimes you think you have to choose in life and at some points you do have to but like sometimes you don't have to choose and you can actually have it all <laughs> And yeah, no, we're looking very much forward to seeing uh, all our, our friends and family in South Africa. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, my family in, in Europe uh, and friends in Europe, I mean, mainly in Belgium, I have been missing them. And one of the things about sailing was we could sail to Europe, but it would have taken us <laughs> three years or something. something. Well, at least two years <laughs> still. So it's like, actually, we, yeah. if we're in South Africa, we can just fly there and it's, it's not it's that crazy expensive. Yeah. I mean, uh, and we could actually, yeah, so it's like, yeah, lots of options. And actually, one of the things we haven't talked about, Coco, our dog. Oh, yeah. She's, I think Coco's also been like a, quite a big, like, point for decision making now. Yeah. For this big decision, because, because she's been so limited and... Yeah, she's been stuck on the boats. Yeah. She hasn't been able to come to land here in St. Helena, which we knew when we, before we arrived here that she wouldn't be. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we did know that, but we didn't know like what an impact it would be no. for us. I mean, not and to... we actually hadn't considered that we would be spending this much time here at all. Yeah, that's true because we were only supposed to be here for a week, eh? Yeah, or two weeks, yeah. or yeah, a few weeks. Plus, like we were, I mean, although we believe we will have ac- be able to give her access to land in Brazil, it's not a hundred percent guaranteed. Mm. Because of some of the requirements that they needed beforehand, yeah, and which yeah, have the not rules expired. With pet, like yeah. dogs or pets on boats are like not very clear, and it is, it is complicated. We knew that before we started, but maybe yeah. we realized it's like having a harder toll on us because we feel like we're neglecting, neglecting her. our yeah. baby, and she we can we can see that she's like she doesn't understand why yeah, she can't come she with can't us. She can't come yeah. with us, and yeah. she's starting to feel a bit like she. I mean, we we can. We, we communicate yeah. very well with her. <laughs> I mean, she communicates with us. I mean, maybe better her with us than the other way around. So we know when she's not feeling happy. Yeah. And she's been like, yeah, we've noticed it's, it's like, yeah, it is taking a toll on her. So just for her to be able to have beach walks and just, yeah. Run in the forest. Run in the forest and go for walks is yeah. just, yeah. And chase the guinea fowl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, there's a lot of things, yeah. and I guess uh, Kay made this list of like reasons to go back to Cape Town. Now, it's like most people make a list with two two columns. <laughs> Kay did not do that. <laughs> made a, one column reasons to go back to Cape Town, which I guess makes also clear what like. I mean, yeah, yeah. but that's mm-hmm. like. I mean, that's like yeah, and I guess it's the, the main thing is like. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, you hear so often that people, couples go sailing, and yeah, like, I mean, the one story is actually, it's quite funny, well, it wasn't actually that funny, but as we arrived here, it oh, happened yeah. like a week or a few weeks before, uh, a couple, actually family, I think, uh, husband and wife and two children. small children, yeah. I think they were from South Africa, had sailed here from I don't know somewhere. I think they started somewhere in South Africa yeah. and as they arrived here the wife got on the ferry boat with her two kids she came to land and she asked the first person there like get me, the ta- get me a taxi to the airport I'm out of here <laughs> I've had enough I mean there was more I mean I don't want to get into yeah, the, yeah. the details I think there was, was were a lot of things wrong there and like I think she was totally from what we've heard she was like it sounded <laughs> like that was the only sensible decision for her to make but like I guess it's often happens like or even before the sailing starts mm. the, hus- the husband has this great idea of buying or building this beautiful boat and now by the time the boat is ready either he's too so old that he actually dies before the boat is ready or gets <laughs> sails or the wife turns out not to want to do it and he has to sell the boat. That's so completely different from what we have. <laughs> now we're just, what I actually wanted to yeah. come down to is like sailing as a couple is like, I mean, I think every couple who sails will tell you the same thing. It is complicated. Mm, it's really cause, challenging, yeah. Because uh, like in any relationship, even if you have like, like completely the same ideas, at some points you're going to have different ideas mm. and and something as challenging as sailing and cruising, yeah. like yeah, you it 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 because like yeah, you have to really be aware of that. And like, mm. I think it's maybe I, something that most people, because as we said, we want to make this podcast for people who want to do the same thing as we do. Yeah. I think like if there's any like tips, tips yeah. like do not like if you're dreaming of this like like you th- might think like the finance or finding the time or finding the right boat is the most important thing but if you want to do it as a couple then just make sure you're like yeah you both know what you are getting into and also that you both have the same ideas because otherwise at some point it's, su- it's going to create conflict I suppose also to stay flexible because yeah, yeah both, because both sides yeah. but I guess yeah. I mean I guess it's a thing like where what you most of the time hear is the husband who wants to sail and yeah. the wife kind of either comes along or comes along to a certain point where the wife just says no. Mm-hmm. And like the other option is that the husband goes sailing solo, which sometimes happens, but I think most of the times it ends up the, that's where the dream dies. Yeah. And I think that's just, I mean, something we have been aware of from the beginning. And I think, I feel like we're, we're navigating this like, the really way well. that really well and that works really for us in the way that strengthened mm. our relationship. I think so because I was quite surprised because I, obviously I've, I've been a bit like wary of like being like very straightforward about mm. what I think you I want to do. do. Um, and you were like so like mm. s- supportive and like mm. responsive to that. Like it wasn't even an issue, which mm. I was. I mean, I, I know that. We, I mean, I know you, but you know, sometimes yeah. you just don't expect mm. the other person to be like as understanding. I guess. Yeah. Um, and that was really, like, really, yeah. good, really nice. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. Also, yeah. if I would want to just continue sailing, and you don't want it, then we would make a plan. Yeah, I mean, we, we had already discussed do, that before. Yeah, we left, but we yeah. might not. We don't, wouldn't be doing it together. But I've thought about this, mm. and it's like, well, definitely at this point in my life, that's not what I want to do because. The times I have done like either a sail course or like a longer sail where you weren't there, mm. every time this amazing experience was mm. there, all I could think of is like, I wish I could share this with you because it's mm. like, it's something you can't, I mean, I can tell you about it, but you wouldn't, you would never gonna, you have to experience it. And yeah. I think that is for me like more important than like what experiences I could have on my own. Like, I don't think I would enjoy them as much. I think that's, that's also the lessons I've, I've learned. And like, yeah, I mean, solo sailing, I've, I've, I've thought about it. And like, I also realized like at this point in my life, I'm not, I mean, it's challenging enough as it is to sail with, with two, two people, people yeah. to do it by myself. I mean, I think at some point in my life, I might want to try that, like doing longer sails solo, but I've never even sailed about this, this boat by myself. So yeah. that might be one of the things I want to like 
get into when we get back to Simonstown. Mm. Like who knows? Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many yeah. things to, like so many possibilities and so many things. And I guess one thing which we haven't actually talked about here, yeah. which we did talk about a little bit a few episodes ago, money. Yes. It's not. It's definitely not. Uh, it's not like. It's like. It's like probably like. On the list of reasons, it's probably like towards the end, but mm. it is also a reason. When we get back to Cape Town or back mm. to home, it's going to be much easier for us to find ways to earn some money. Which It's also cheaper to live in Cape Town. Yeah. Like, we've seen here how these poor, I mean, I don't say poor people, they're not poor people, but it's really expensive for even mm. for the people who live on the island to, mm. to live here. And I think it's just, in reality, it's going to probably just be the same yeah, no well, matter where we go. Yeah, especially in the Caribbean, yeah. uh, like certain places, especially like smaller islands and the more remote islands, even more so, because it's just not easy to get things there. And yeah. there's very little things that you can do to make money. So, I mean, we've we've had some nice ideas of what we mm. could do in the Caribbean to make money, yeah. which, but I think we've also had some ideas of what we can do back in... At home. At yeah. home. And I think, I mean, I, I, like, as, okay, as we were talking about it amongst ourselves uh, the past few days, like, I think just this experience of sailing and being more self-reliant, we realized we, realized we were much more self-reliant than we ever even gave ourselves credit for. And I think hopefully we'll carry it, like, when we are, like, not, not uh, sailing, when we're living the landlubber life. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, uh, right now we feel very inspired to do things that we wouldn't have before even considered like mm. trying because it just seemed to be like like too far out of our out, out of what we know and actually mm. you, you realize like whatever you don't know yet you can learn. Mm. And there's like yeah. It's okay to get it wrong. Yeah. Okay to get it wrong just, three or four times. But you just have to like yeah. I guess it's also like on a yeah. boat you don't have a choice. You have to just do yeah. it. If you even if you don't feel like it or you think you and like a lot of most things we've tried on the boat, if we needed to fix something or mm-hmm. something wasn't working the first time, it doesn't work. Maybe the second time still, but like yeah. because there's no other option, you have to just keep trying different ways till you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And there's such a like you realize that you can do much more than you knew because you never actually had lot, to force yourself yeah, to do it. Exactly. You basically took you just took the easy way. Yeah, yeah. get someone who knows yeah. how to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, we, we've, I mean, I think we're both excited about, like, mm-hmm. all the things we can do in, when we get back home, and also all the people we'll, we'll be able to see yeah. again, like, reconnect with friends, and, yeah. See my family for the first few weeks. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, yeah, from then uh, there on, like, just make new plans and see whatever, wherever those take us. So we'll be doing... We'll still be doing a podcast. Podcast, yeah. definitely for the next number of weeks i guess once we're back in in south africa we might uh have a little break for for a while yeah we'll see i mean on the one like it kind of feels a little bit right now like not the right thing to making a sailing tropical dawn podcast where we're not actually sailing mm-hmm. but we'll see i mean we might just do another podcast i mean we have another podcast yeah. but i mean just a general yeah but maybe not as as often. So yeah. because we still want to, we feel like as uh, Demi was saying earlier, we feel like we've connected with people mm. through the podcast, mm. through their feedback, and yeah. in a different way than what we could have done if we were yeah. just at home. And we want to still uh, maintain that connection yeah. as much as we can. And yeah. also, I guess just realizing that, like, I mean, it's the thing about making a podcast. Like, one thing maybe has been holding me back or holding us back from making a podcast is like. Is anyone even interested in what I have to say? Which shouldn't be the. So I mean, you just yeah. bring it out there and you see if people are interested. But I guess it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, and actually, I think we've we've realized that we're enjoying creating content much more than we thought before. We post mm-hmm. some stuff on Instagram once in a while, which is like, I guess, kind of thing that most people do. And it's like, there's a little bit of reward in there, but not. That's much. So mm-hmm. now we've started to do this podcast and actually noticing that people are listening every week. That we've got like, I mean... That's also... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not okay. that many people, but 20 or 30 people every week, which is like, mm-hmm. wow, that's, that is amazing. I mean, that's way more than I would have ever expected when we started this. And now we've actually, as we were, like, yeah, I guess uh, I had my photo camera, which can take video. 
and we, I took some photos and, and some video on the way here and now I started to edit it and actually put it together and then we realized actually making videos isn't that hard, especially if you don't put the bar as high <laughs> as me wanting to be the next Delos or, or um, the Vagabond or, yeah. or even Atticus or, yeah. or all or the many YouTube uh, channels there are, but if you just want to make some videos just for the fun of it, so yeah, I think we'll probably keep doing similar things. It might not be as interesting, because <laughs> although actually Cape Town is pretty amazing, and there's like so many amazing things there. So anyway, we'll definitely keep doing the podcast. We might make some more videos. By the way, yeah, check out our YouTube channel, Sailing Tropical Dawn. Uh, we've been posting a few videos, and we're actually working on some more videos of like what uh, Saint Helena is like, just because it is such a special place, and so few people get to see it. Uh, that we wanted to sh let people like see what it's what it's like. So yeah, I think that's it for for this week. Like the big news is we're going back to Cape Town, but uh, it's not it's not the end of our adventures. Definitely not. It's like a kind of a new like an, uh, a redirect. A new redirect, yeah, 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 a new turn. Yeah. Um, which gives like a lot of possibilities and a lot of like yeah. We feel, I feel really excited yeah. about yeah, what's yeah. going to come now. So yeah, for now we just have to get a box made for Coco. Yeah, like a crate, not a box. A special crate made yeah. for her to go on the aeroplane. Uh, and then we got to book our flights and that's yeah. it. And then, then we'll know when we'll be going back. Yeah. We considered not, like not telling people back home, mm. especially your mom, and to surprise her and yeah. surprise people, which would have been nice, but I think it would have I would have felt bad and like I wouldn't I would have felt bad about like like not being able to share it with with people mm. especially knowing how many people are like the people that we, we know are like listening to our podcast and mm. following us via like so yeah that's the news yep thanks for listening okay till next week yeah. bye